Fox, devtoolschallenger.com. She came to the realization that all these skills could translate into a job that would offer her the support she had been looking for. It was around then that I realized that, my goodness, people with my skills could work at big tech companies like Microsoft's and Facebook's and Google's. And, and they pay what? They, they, that's, that, what, that, that's like three times what my starter salary was, man. And, and their health insurance benefits cover what? Oh my gosh. When I found that out, I was quite sad, but point was, uh, it did take a very roundabout way, but eventually I ended up working big tech jobs and it turns out even big tech giants do need people who are good at explaining things and making cool things and good at building communities. Yeah, I have so many follow-up questions, but I want to take it back to, you mentioned ActionScript and Flash. And because you're a, a cartoonist, and illustrator, I'm just curious, like, it kind of seems like the renaissance of animation of the web happened during the Flash days which was a little while ago. And so I'm wondering kind of from then, what lessons do you think that we've learned from that period? And do you miss anything about it? Flash was, it allowed people to get started quickly. There's this visual editor that Adobe invested in. It actually used uh, ECMAScript, ActionScript was a flavor of it. So if you knew ActionScript, you could use JavaScript and vice versa. Um, The visual editor made it, very easy for people to get started. I think it was a, an on-ramp for folks who were visual and creative like myself. I didn't get started in Flash. I got started with JavaScript because, I don't know, I like pain and I didn't want a visual editor because I wanted to prove that I could write my own code. I don't know. I think uh, at that time it was apparent that Flash was not going to make it after the iPhone was released and basically said Flash is big and bulky and we're not going to support it. And I think that was... That was the problem with Flash, was that it was big, bulky, and difficult to support. You still see this, actually, with, um, you know, like, you've got iOS supporting Safari and WebKit. They maintain WebKit as their own browser engine. It's a very efficient engine. Um, And Blink, which Chrome and Edge run on, is, you know, like a fork of WebKit that's got way more features implemented. And these features tend to be more intensive in their requests from the system and their power. You can do more flashlight things, but it also means that those specs are a little harder to get adopted into WebKit. So you don't always get to use the Web Animations API, for instance, for the longest time was not available on the iPhone because you know, it, it gives the, the browser direct access to, to basically the animation engine. And that is, well, that's pretty power intensive. So the standards bodies have to work very carefully to arrange these things. So I think basically by cutting off Flash, we lost a very good on-ramp for creative people into the web. We lost a years of work on a visual editor for interaction developers, which, you know, we, we, we come close with plugins and things like Framer Motion and, and Figma. We're getting there. But the point was that just sort of slammed the door shut on that. And that, that I think we still are reeling from. And we're still 
we are finally, I think, getting to the point 